Welcome to the Signature Required Podcast. I am your host, Miss Brittany Renee, and today we have Miss Faith Powell, our first student athlete brand ambassador here with us today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm so happy to have you, and I'm just so happy that you took the call when, you know, we had put, you know, the call out for student athletes, which is huge, and it even is more dear to my heart that you are a female. So, I am happy to have you here, and thank you so much for coming. I would first like you to just introduce yourself and tell me, like, who you are, where you're from. Like I said, my name is Faith Powell, and I am originally from New Mexico. I ended up coming to Phoenix to attend Grand Canyon University. Um, I am a track and field athlete there, and I am a high jumper. I am actually in my final semester Um, And so I'll be graduating with my bachelor's in performance and sports psychology. So yeah, yeah, super exciting. Um, And it's been an interesting four years to say the least with COVID. And I actually experienced an injury um, my freshman year. Okay, so yeah, very interesting. We'll get all into that (laughs) for sure. So you're at Grand Canyon University. Mm -hmm. Have you been there your whole four years or? Yeah, so I got signed for a full ride scholarship there. Wow, congratulations. Um, Thank you, thank you. My freshman year, I I graduated in 2019 and then I went into my freshman year. And so I kind of got like a little glimpse of everything and then COVID hit. So it was definitely really interesting. Wow. Yeah. So here on the Signature Require podcast, we talk about your journey, entrepreneurship, your purpose, and pretty much everything in between. So today's topic is navigating mental health as a student athlete and model because you are also a model. But shout out to track because I ran track. My sisters ran track. Yeah, so it's even better that you ran track. We absolutely have something in common. Um, And then I know you touched on COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And so let's kind of get into that. How did you navigate going to college and then it abruptly just kind of being out of hope? So... Kind of like I said, I so I ended up experiencing an injury. Um, I dealt with tendonitis all through high school, which is um, it has to do with like your patellar tendon in your knee. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of more like a chronic pain issue. Um, and so when I translated or went from high school to college, I was initially supposed to do all three jumps. So I was a high jumper, triple jumper, and long jumper. Okay. Um, and then I ended up tearing my patellar tendon. I had an 80% tear, and this was my first semester at GCU. Um, And so I tore my tendon. I kind of was lost. I didn't really know what exactly to do next because I was an athlete who was signed as a, I was doing really well coming out of high school, and I was expected to do well. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kind of just, everything got put to a halt. Um, and so I found out that I need to get surgery and then as that kind of escalated um, we were going into that second semester which was like our outdoor season and so we ended up getting sent back home Um, my surgery was put on hold and I ended up coming back in the middle of COVID and staying on campus um, which I was like alone on campus Um, Yeah, so I had to go back, get my surgery, um, and at that time they didn't allow anyone to come in with you. Um, Yeah, and so I had to go in there by myself, 
first surgery I've ever had. Oh my goodness. It was, yeah, it was definitely a little traumatizing. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> But yeah, so then I got that um, going and came back and I was on campus um, in the middle of COVID. So kind of just rehabbed um, my knee and the experience was definitely interesting because we were having testing constantly. They test us like twice, three times a week. Yeah, it was definitely a little intense. We had to wear masks everywhere. I was on crutches, so that was a little intense. <laughs> we kind of just had to navigate uh, a world with COVID. Um, and it was a little, a little difficult. So know. I picked up on your degree mm -hmm. in psychology. Yeah. How big is mental health for you? Were you like aware of mental health prior to coming into college and then experiencing COVID and then an injury? Yeah, um, <clears throat> so mental health has always been a very big or prominent um, part of my life. My mother actually suffers from mental illness and she also suffers from uh, drug addiction. Okay. Um, and so <clears throat> I kind of grew up in an environment where I was seeing this like struggle with mental health and so I think that moving forward going into college I kind of dealt with this journey of like trying to navigate my own mental health growing up in like a broken home and stuff so I think the one thing that probably pulled it out the most for me was my injury mm -hmm. because track kind of provided like this like safe blanket or um, space for me to kind of grow my injury taught me that things weren't always going to be good um in terms of like track and stuff like that wasn't always going to be like a positive thing mm -hmm. um and so moving forward i was able to kind of see the reality of like what it meant to be uh, an athlete at that level and how if my sport was actually something that i had a healthy relationship with i think it was important for me to um kind of go through that experience because i was able to kind of see that being a student athlete is not all that it's put out to be sometimes Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so for me, <clears throat> in high school, I was diagnosed with a heart murmur mm -hmm. my junior year. Mm -hmm. And so, like, passed out on the track. And, oh like, yeah, and the doctor took me off and said, we got to figure out what's going on. So I had to, like, wear this heart murmur. And, like, I'm in class, and it's, like, going off. And everybody's, like, looking. It is just a whole big thing. And so I ended up getting cleared uh, my freshman year in college. But because I was out like my whole senior year, I didn't get any scholarship offers. So I had to figure out, okay, well, how am I going to pivot? So I went to junior college. And then it was in my freshman year of junior college that the doctor said, okay, you're good, you're clear. So I went back out and ran track for junior college. But it was at that pivotal moment for myself, it was kind of like when you just kind of have sports to rely on, that's kind of like your identity, yeah, right? And yeah. then it instantly gets snatched from you. It's like, okay, what next? What do I do from yeah, exactly. here? You know, so I can totally relate with you, you know, like, and then COVID, you don't even have anyone to help you, yeah, you know, yeah. so I know that could have been like super straining, I guess, um, but it also taught you resilience, right? You yeah. Know, just kind of seeing it. Like you said, it's not all what it's cracked up to be because sometimes as an athlete, it's almost like you're looked at as if it's like a job. Oh, it, for sure. You know, yeah. that's what the scholarship pretty much is saying, okay, we're paying you to be here, so you have to perform and sometimes... You know, that comes with them shooting you up with cortisone or all those different things oh, that sure. is just kind of like, okay, what would life be like 
for me after this is done and how is my health going to be affected. So I absolutely understand, you know, your struggle in that area. Let's talk about how um, you transitioned. So after kind of COVID, you know, just going back to school and getting kind of back into the groove of things. It was definitely kind of a struggle. COVID mixed with my injury, I kind of went through a depressive kind of phase Mm -hmm. because my identity was kind of just like, like we talked about torn apart Um, I was kind of being pulled in a bunch of different directions and being able to just have a normal college experience Mm -hmm. uh, was definitely like not the ideal thing that was going to happen at first like we had our season ended up starting off where we had masks, we weren't really able to travel in certain places. We had maybe like a couple of meets here and there, Mm -hmm. but a a lot of it consisted of us still being at GCU um, and kind of just slowly starting to branch out. We had classes that were kind of like this blended model. So Mm -hmm. we had in-person and online, and then slowly starting to like let the athletes back into like our training facilities. We had testing, again, testing was like super prominent at that time. And so we were really strict with like, you have to wear a mask in the weight room. You have to test two or three times a week. Um, They kind of had like a thing where if you were around someone who had COVID, Mm -hmm. um, they would put us in quarantine and we wouldn't be able to leave our dorms. So it was definitely a little rough of like a rough transition, but I think before we knew it, we were kind of starting to get back to normal. Mm -hmm. But my sophomore year was probably the most um, blended model that we had. And then last year would probably be my first normal year. We were able to have like our preseason, we trained, we got ready for indoor, which is like our January through March type situation. Mm -hmm. And then we have a break and then we go into outdoor season. And our training starts in September. Oh wow. (laughs) Yeah, so we train from September all the way until like May or June. Wow. Yeah, it was definitely a lot, but it was kind of rough. (laughs) Right, so So it's kind of like you really maybe had two good years of college because COVID just kind of took those first two away then. I know that you model. Mm -hmm. And so how do you juggle being a model, a student athlete? How how do you find time to do all these things? Honestly, the biggest thing for me is time management. It's definitely been a little bit of a roller coaster because it's just like I have a million things going on already. Kind of before the modeling, I was going to class, I had study hours, traveling, treatment, like the whole thing. Yeah. And obviously with like school, I was taking about like four classes or something. One of the things that they emphasize as an athlete, like I said, is time management and also just making sure that you're not spreading yourself too thin. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of one thing that I kind of at first struggled with Mm -hmm. just because I wanted to do so many things, but being a student athlete has its restrictions. Absolutely. And so there was only so much that I could do. I think the main reason that I started modeling was just because I wanted to find identity outside of sport Mm -hmm. and so I kind of wanted to do that as something that allowed me to get away from track for a little bit and take some time to do things here and there um, but trying not to like overexert myself because at the end of the semester I was definitely feeling it I was like (laughs) I have way too much going on right Um, I gotta take a step back and so kind of just doing things here and there when I could and going from there so um if you don't mind i want to kind of tap into 
the mental health aspect as growing up with a mom who suffers from mental illness. How did that affect you, your childhood, and being able to still push forward? Because being a student athlete, a lot of people have their own struggles. Sports can be an escape from that. So, you know, how was that for you? Growing up um, with that kind of broken home aspect, it was definitely hard. Um, I didn't find track until I was in the sixth grade, okay. so um, it kind of just started from there. Um, I was able to kind of just create this community over the years of coaches and teammates and friends and a lot of people within the school system that were able to um, be like that backbone and support system for me. It was definitely difficult watching my mother go through that. Um, but it actually, I ended up moving out when I was 16. Okay. I kind of, over the years, I just focused on um, my sports and my school. And I, the one thing that I would always tell myself is that I have to do good in sports and school in order to make a life for myself and get out of here. Um, I thought it was really important to just kind of focus on that throughout my um, younger years. I was actually pretty successful <laughs> in track um, in high school and I think that was the thing that just kind of kept me going was knowing that um, if I kept doing this that I would be able to go to college and get a degree and thank God for like my um, coaches because like they really helped me navigate through that and so when I ended up moving out my coach set up a kind of like a situation for me where I was able I was actually living with a teammate of mine okay um, and that was probably 16 until I graduated or so so a couple years okay. basically from there he kind of just helped me he knew that I was in a situation that I was struggling at home yeah. and a lot of like the coaches and the people in the community saw that wow. but they saw that I was still coming to practice to school and just showing up and putting that message out there that like regardless of like your situation you're going to be able to keep moving forward and that was kind of like the mindset that I had to have growing up in order to get out of that situation. Absolutely. So um, I was definitely like really grateful for my coach just because, like I said, he got me out. We had a lot of special moments together. I was going to national meets. I was getting scouted by colleges. And it got to the point where, like, towards the end of that, we were kind of going back and forth on, like, well, which school are you going to go to? And you've got, you've made it this far, like you should be proud of yourself. I think like the biggest thing for me was like, I established a name for myself um, in New Mexico and I was one of like the best female athletes in New Mexico's history. Wow. So um, yeah, it was pretty awesome to um, be able to leave that there and have that like as like my legacy as like an athlete absolutely so, well, your signature awesome. is definitely required <laughs> yes. and you absolutely are walking in your purpose and just sharing your story and being so transparent i really appreciate that and i just want to say thank you because um, a lot of people need to hear you know more just to be encouraged mm -hmm. um, so many people are dealing with things so many things are going on in different households right yeah. and so you just sharing that like you know I got out and thankfully there were people there to support you and to help you and that's just so important because I feel mm -hmm. like sometimes um, we kind of are blindsided yeah. to things that are happening right and not really knowing what other people are dealing with and then we kind of start to judge or think like oh they got it all together and like yeah. you said you made history in your state that's huge 
but no one or and some may not know your story yeah, so sure. to just keep going and to have you know that uh, tenacity and and resilience and just being transparent like you're going to help so many people with your stories so I just want you to know just you know keep sharing that um, because people need it Definitely. and COVID it really really just did something to everybody so yeah. that's just a whole nother story you know but to have you know that upbringing move out at 16 be able to get a scholarship go to college and then injured like yeah, that's a lot. It's, it's a whole lot, especially when you have you know the struggles back home, and it's like okay, Candace picked up the phone. Hey, mom, this is going on because she's dealing with her own struggles. So how do you bounce back from that? So kudos <laughs> to you, girlfriend. What made you pick GCU? Quite honestly, I was going back and forth. Um, I actually committed verbally to a school in Virginia. Okay. But they were, something just didn't feel right. I was like, I'm not really sure if I want to go here. Um, and then my coach here, he was like, listen, we're going to give you this amount of money and you're going to be taken care of and like you're not going to have to stress. Wow. Um, and that was just one thing that I took into consideration was I can leave college without any debt yes um and that's super huge especially being in the situation that i was in yeah um to be able to do that for myself i also have a brother who lives two hours away um and he's in tucson and my grandparents are back home i kind of thought about it and i was like well i'd be close to family and if i needed to go back and kind of be with my grandparents or mm -hmm. like going home was a little more practical mm -hmm. um and so i was like well they're gonna pay me to go to college, so might as well go. Well, so, that's yeah. awesome. What are your plans after college? I definitely want to spend some time pursuing modeling, kind of see where that goes. Mm -hmm. um, with my degree, I, like I said, I'm a performance and sports psychology major. Ideally, I would like to um, be a sports rehabilitation therapist and work with injured athletes. Mm -hmm. um, just because of the experience that I had, um, I had a mental performance coach, and he really helped me kind of build this healthy relationship with track. I just loved what he did. Whether that's starting with coaching or just working with other athletes, like I want to give back. So okay. that's kind of where we're starting. Okay, well that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I have um, a friend that actually, I don't know if that's her degree, mm -hmm. but I know she does like rehabilitation and different things like that. I believe she's in Texas. Oh, okay. um, so I would like to connect you with her and maybe, yeah. you know, you can talk to her and if there's some internships or something oh, that may sure. be available, I absolutely want to connect you with her. And then my baby sister, she's a part of, um, <laughs> it's like the National Track Association or something oh, like okay. that. So she um, was over it in California. So she would do like all the big meets that mm -hmm. they would have um, out there. She would, you know, kind of help put those on. Um, and so I know that she has a couple of people that, you know, if you are interested in coaching and stuff. So I'll make sure that I connect you with the both of them in any way that we can help. Thank you That's so much. That's what we are here for. Um, last question. What advice would you give a young girl that is a senior in high school um, that may be struggling, you know, not trying to, or trying to figure out if she should even go to college, should she pursue, you know, being an athlete? Um, what is some advice that you would give someone? I would say that um, the transition from high school to college is definitely one that it's 
pretty difficult and not talked about enough. If you're gonna pursue being a student athlete um, at the next level, it should be something that you're really passionate about and it should be something that you have a healthy relationship with and to take that into consideration just because the demand can get a little overwhelming sometimes, but don't be intimidated by that. That's that's great advice though. Um, one thing that I just picked up from you and then I know with your degree, I'm having a healthy relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Because some people often get in sports and it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of like you kind of get lost in the shuffle of things mm-hmm. and then it becomes a job no, and that sure. I even experienced that in like high school like I don't want to do this no more and then I got sick and then it was like wait my identity this is all I know you know so yeah. having a healthy relationship is very important you know being an athlete and I think that we don't talk enough about that so oh, I think that that's amazing well on the signature Fire podcast we cannot let you leave without asking our number one question mm-hmm. what is your purpose have you found that or you know do you think mm-hmm. about that I'd say the main thing for me um, is just um, kind of correlates with what you guys are saying is like wearing your name proud and also just sharing your story. Um, I think my purpose was just being able to share my story, be transparent and also tell others that you're, you're not your circumstances and you can do anything that you set your mind to and regardless of how hard it gets, um, just keep going. Um, and I just kind of live by that and no matter what it is saying things to people day by day um, saying a kind word or being there for them if they need like a shoulder to cry on or to talk to like you never know how much that's going to help somebody that's awesome Um, how can people connect with you how can they find you Um, are you just on social media Instagram or do you have any other ways that they can connect with you so I have a couple different platforms. Uh, Instagram is probably my main thing, um, but they can find me on Instagram um, at fai.t and then followed by five H's. Feel free to reach out to me with any questions um, about literally anything. My DMs are always open. My YouTube is Faith Elizabeth. Um, and then my TikTok is Faith Powell 89 Awesome. Okay, well, let's talk about your YouTube channel. What do you do on your YouTube channel? Um, so I actually started that my freshman year of college. Okay. <laughs> um, and I kind of just uh, used it as a little vlog channel, like lifestyle, track. I did a lot of vlogs and kind of just documenting like what it's like to be a Division One athlete. Wow. I definitely wanted to dive into it a little bit more, but like I said, being a student athlete super demanding already. Absolutely. <laughs> so I kind of just had to like take a break and I used it as something that I would use like for fun. Okay. Um, but I definitely, it's like a work in progress. I wanted to talk more openly about like my story mm-hmm. um, and kind of just share more of that on that platform. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, you are always welcome here on the Signature Require podcast. We have our little baby studio (laughs) if you ever want to come shoot whatever. Um, It's totally on us. You know, we love that you are our first student athlete brand ambassador for Signature Required. And I am just so thankful that you took the time to come and talk to us and share your story. Um, Good luck to you and all the things that you have going on. I know you will do amazing. Um, Let us know when you have track meets. Very supportive there. 
sure we'll have a whole tribe out there. Um, so I'm excited to just, you know, watch you continue to blossom. And if there's any way that I can be of service or any help to you, please, please, please let me know. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> well, that will wrap up the Signature Required podcast. I am your host, Miss Brittany Renee. Get your merch at SignatureRequired.com. If you're looking for a personal development coach, um, hit me up at BrittanyRenee.com, and we will see you back shortly on the Signature Required podcast. Peace.